0: Hi there, we're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We believe that when we support teens' emotional well-being, they discover who they are, what they stand for, and their capacity to bring light and love to the world. Volo creates spaces where teens can get away from it all, feel independent, unplug, and have fun. We are a place of belonging for youth to have deep conversations and feel empowered as they ignite a future with hope. Our circle is open to every race, gender, sexuality, ability, religion, and background. Embers is where, together with other teens, we share our stories as we navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood in an ever-changing world. We hope you'll join us here each month as we explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. Hi there, thank you so much for being with us today. We're so happy you're here. Um, Today we'll be talking about mental well-being. We think it's a really prevalent and timely topic. We know many teens are always thinking about this. It's on their minds and it's very much thought about. And so today we're going to dive into that, what it looks like in teens' lives, what we can learn from it. And so yeah, let's get into it. We're going to start with some introductions. I'm Sadie. I'm Macy and I'm Eliza.
1: Um how about first we start by each defining what mental well-being means to us?
2: Mental well-being is I feel like it's trying to find a balance between how you're feeling and how you interact with others based on how you're like stepping back from kind of like reality and taking into consideration your own feelings and thoughts. As we all know it's pretty stressful life in general can just add up and get pretty stressful. So stepping back and kind of breaking down how you're feeling and doing things that make you you and how you can kind of emphasize those parts of yourself while also trying to deal with everyday things in life.
0: I love that. What makes you you? Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) To me, I would say mental well-being is honoring yourself and taking as well like a step back from reality and just kind of being in touch with your feelings and giving yourself time to work those out and not just pushing them aside I think that a lot of times we kind of just shove everything down and like go do homework and do all those things even when it might be stressful and I think We don't take enough time to just take a step back and, like, honor our feelings because they're all valid. And just, like, making time for you because, like Sadie said, life is hard and (laughs) can be challenging, but, you know, you're going to get through it. But taking the time you need is very important
0: to do that. And that's a really good point you said about how, like, just, like, let the feelings come like sit in your feelings mm-hmm. because I think that's a huge important part of mental well-being too is that you know you realize you can be happy and sad at the same time yeah. you can be you know mad and then you can be angry and sometimes like it's hard when you like put a label on emotions because you feel like you should feel a certain way yeah. or be in a certain um, like state but I think like the first step in like having a I guess a good mental well-being in your life or a stable one is addressing what's hard and addressing what needs help and then that then that's where you like you know you turn inward and then you can look outward right how would you say you know your mental health looks like when it's like at its worst and then what does it look like or feel like when you feel like you're in that mental well-being state like you're feeling good and so like I think because I know for me there's a huge there's like there's a physical like feeling in me that I feel that's different but I don't know what what it's like for you guys
2: I think a lot of time a lot of the time I'm like go 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 I'm going to work I'm coming home I right now it's all the college applications you know it's all just like I gotta get this done I have to get this done and it's it's hard to make yourself take a break. Like, you got to give yourself a break sometimes. And mm-hmm. when you don't, when I don't give myself a break, um, it just gets to being, I have a mood change. I snap at my, like, I snap at people. Um, just, I get a lot more short and I don't really have a can't really read me very well which is hard because I know I'm a person who tends to try to read people so especially when I'm in a stressful environment or let's say my parents are stressed I definitely feed off that stress so removing myself from those situations so I can kind of reset and get into a better mental well-being state you could say um But when I'm in, like, that healthy range of, like, I'm content with myself, I'm content where I'm at with um, life, I guess, (laughs) Um, and it's just, like, a less stressful environment, I would say I tend to reach out to people more, um, put myself and others first, because a lot of time I'm reaching out to others a lot more than I'm checking in with myself. Um so prioritizing myself I think over others sometimes not leaving out others just like making sure I'm listening to myself is always a good thing to do when you're in that state of like stress or anything else
1: Yeah I would agree with Sadie I think when I'm like s- my mental well-being is not as it's best at its best I think I'm pretty stressed and I have a lot of things on my plate that I'm not able to organize and it's harder to organize and, like, set a schedule. I'm not someone who can, like... It's very hard for me to just, like, plan everything out and, like, my weekly schedule, there's always, like, things that are, like, hanging in the distance and I think that affects my mental well-being because I just don't have, like, a plan and things can get spontaneous, which can be a good thing, but also can be hard um, when you have so many things going on. But definitely, like Sadie said, like removing myself from a situation or taking a step back from it when I know it won't benefit me, um, like in a stressful environment or like in a work environment, just take giving myself a break to regroup. I think is really important, um, and I think it's different for everybody. I think like extroverts. And introverts can handle that differently. Like, I'm more of an introverted person, so I need alone time. And I need to give myself time to just be alone and be with my thoughts and handle it myself instead of being with a lot of other people, which it's different for other people. I know, like, extroverts can do that with while they're with other people. So it just definitely, like, depends on who you are. But I also would say... At my best I'm organized and I like know my plan know what's going on have things under control and I'm having fun <laughs> with my friends and just feel like content like I have a good routine and you know feel good about
0: myself so I love both yeah. your answers I and I agree with what you're saying mm-hmm. completely Very very common theme someone (laughs) has um I'd say for me when I feel like my mental health and well-being is at its low points um I also feel stressed and like there's just like this like immense weight just like on top of me and that I'm drifting through each day kind of just on autopilot um and I feel my body feels tight. My chest feels tight. Um, I feel anxious and stressed. And when things don't go according to how they should, I freak out. And it just, it's so, there's a word for it, but it's just so like, it's so hard to like escape it. And sometimes it boils into too much. And I just get so trapped inside my head and I isolate myself because that, that feels like what I should be doing. And turning it around, I feel like when I'm at my best, I feel like light and I feel like putting myself out there more and and being more social and spontaneous. And like I can accept when I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling anxious and I make a note of it. And then I just let it pass because just I know recognizing it is sometimes all you need to just just move past it and let it you know say that it's okay and that you're in a good place and sometimes that comes with taking a deep breath or taking my dog for a little walk and just resetting like Sadie said earlier but yeah I think yeah I'd say I'd say that's my that's my outlook on it. Hmm. How do you guys
1: think that like teens are challenged in society when it comes to like mental well-being and talking about it oh my god in so many ways
0: yeah. so challenged
1: <laughs> like i yeah, <I've>, yeah. <laughs> I think mental
2: health has been talked about more mm-hmm. for sure like a lot you know people like will say yeah I'm stressed like how are you well I'm stressed I'm fine like you know getting through it like it's all good but I think The real question, like, people tend not to ask is, like, how are you really? And, like, not that it has to get deep, but, like, a lot of people just... A lot of answers are, like, I'm good. I'm I'm fine. Like, how are you? You know, it's, like, that automated response. Um, And our true feelings don't really come out in those questions. And I think... It, that needs to happen a little bit more for people to not put up that front and putting up fronts is like something everyone everyone does but like I said when I get stressed like I tend to like be a little bit more reserved a little bit more like short and not responsive mm-hmm. and if people don't know that how I'm feeling like they're gonna be like art like what is happening like what like they, they just won't know so I think like just being open with more people is definitely something teens can work on. Not that you have to be open to everyone, but you know, just asking people how they really are right. or offering
0: a hand in yeah. anything. Doesn't need to be bubbly all the time, yeah. lively. Yeah, and yeah. I No, I totally agree with that because I feel like a lot of the times when we just say I'm good or, you know, put up that front, we really like suppress those like Feelings that, like, need to be talked about and that you when you really have, like, a paragraph long's worth of things that you need to say to someone, and I'm good won't do that. And that's not going to make you feel any better. And so I think that's also, like, what Sadie was saying, like, that's one of the ways we're really challenged by society because we feel like we need to be these on top of it, you know, go-getters all the time. And we need to forget about those things that are pulling us down when really... Everything around us is putting so much pressure on us. It's so hard to it, just ignore that those feelings. And I think there's just so many norms that have been established in the lives of teens and like the high school setting. That like this is this is all we know. And so I think there needs to be a conversation around around that. And and how do we like how do we change those that those norms. Um, and patterns that have been established for so long, um, because it's not it hasn't done any hasn't done any good. But I think it's also like so remarkable to see how many teens and and adults are speaking about this, and Vol is just like a part of this too. Like that's mm-hmm. we're doing this here, and I think that shows just like I think five years ago no one would have been talking about this, let alone three years ago so yeah I think it's pretty powerful how far it's come yeah, yeah. it
2: used to be something that was just like totally blown over like it'd, yeah. it'd be embarrassing to talk about, no it, you know? about and, like, it I think it's made a big comeback I feel like you know it's yeah. just a good thing like yeah. it's something that needs to be talked about more
0: totally so
1: yeah I just yeah. feel like like we
0: even talk about
1: it more. Yeah. yeah yeah as friends I yeah. agree I think that like Even in, like, middle school, I remember, like, health class and, like, barely remember that unit of, like, talking about mental Mm -hmm, health. mm -hmm. And, like, that, I feel like it's such an important part of life to know about. Like, it's Mm -hmm. okay to have these feelings. It's totally normal. And not something to be ashamed about, you know? Like, not something to hide from your family or your friends or not understanding what those feelings mean. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that can be scary to, like, a younger a younger person um and I think that like you guys both said it's just been there's been so many like negative connotations surrounding like mm-hmm. mental health and like not talking about it like you need help and I think that like you feel like you're alone in it um when every teen or every person is experiencing it in one way or another mm-hmm. um it may be different you may feel different things but at the end of the day you everybody's experiencing it so why are we not talking about it yeah I think like you both said as well it's like we're starting to talk about it more there's more things like volo that's like helping bring awareness to it and that's I think I never talked about it like personally and I mean I've experienced it we all have But like even talking about it now it just feels more like i can talk about it and it's not something i'm like all like nervous and things like yeah Yeah. it's more like i'm open to talking about it i'm totally okay with talking about it um so i'm glad that that's happening for sure
0: yeah i totally agree and i also feel like i think you started like to say it a little bit but like i think one thing is like is being heard and i think Um, also validated and I think this sort of leads into like another thing we wanted to talk about of like what what do we want adults to know about this Mm. and and think about with this topic um and I would say like for me I when the weight of the world just feels like it's crashing on top of me I want to feel validated by adults who aren't necessarily in the same situation I am um, but but know what that feeling is like, and can and can just hear me out. And it's it's you know we say all the time like you're not alone in this. And sometimes that can be like an overused phrase at sometimes. But I think when you can appropriately unload on someone and they can hear you and say that your feelings are so valid and that I. I can sense this in you like I can see this taking a toll on you like I know that happened to me at the beginning of our junior year like it just things were really challenging for me and I remember talking to my advisor about it and he said like you don't look the same like you don't you're not acting the same you're not the same happy person or smiley person that I know and like to hear that from the outside is like felt like a little bit of a wake-up call to me but um I think that's where like adults can be really impactful is when they can recognize that in you and and even though it might be hard they can work with you to figure out you know what can change because mm-hmm. then you know inside of you that like there is that happy person there is that lively person even though it's felt it's felt so gone for so long and that reminder is really like nice to feel personally yeah yeah I also think that like
1: um a lot of adults, like, reaction, or can be, like, to fix it, and Mm. it's, like, constantly, are, like, how, how are we going to fix this, how are we going to make you not feel this way, instead of just, it's okay to feel this way, and it's, like, validating that feeling, and, like, letting you sit in it, and just knowing that they can be there for you, and when it comes to a time to, like, find ways to help you, like, get out of something, or, like, help you, like, reach a different I don't know, like step, then that's when you can take those steps. But at first I feel like it's important to just let the teen know that it's okay to feel like this. It's okay to just sit in your feelings a little bit. You know, you don't have to immediately like find a plan. We got to get out of this because it's so normal. So that's one thing that I know like helps me is just like knowing and supporting me in that feeling.
0: Because it's not a quick fix. It's not going to just go away, you know? Yeah. Not a quick fix, yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty, that's very true.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think with adults, I think in general, people just learning how different people cope with their feelings and like knowing, or like even just asking, like, do you, like, I'm here for you, but like, do you need space? Do you want to talk? Do you, like, what do you want? from me, like, what, like, how can I help you, mm-hmm. um, because you're right, it's not a quick fix all the time, it's not, all right, I'm on it, I'll get you a therapist, I'll get you, like, everything mm-hmm. you need, like, it's just, it. that becomes more overwhelming than the actual yeah. thing itself yeah. sometimes, yeah. and it's like, whoa, it's a little unnecessary, but obviously it's different for every person, so I think, like, asking, like, simply asking that question mm-hmm. can be really nice, because one, they'll know that you're there for them, mm-hmm. And to you're getting help for what you need mm-hmm. in your own way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like this just made me think like this. What we're talking about that. I feel like mental well-being can be comparable to boundaries and sense, um, like setting, you know, healthy boundaries around yourself, um, and also those around you. Like Sadie was saying, like asking that question, like, what do you need in this moment, and setting up you know, a boundary, or that, like, I need space, like, I want space, like, that's gonna make me um, feel better in this moment, but maybe I need you to give me a hug, or maybe I need you to take me for a walk, or, you know, you don't need, like, firm boundaries, but I think boundaries are a way to give yourself that space and energy you need to sit in your feelings, or, you know, feel, Feel, feel fulfilled and like your mental well-being is thriving so I feel like that's that's important when you can recognize those those like I guess boundaries in yourself and others
1: yeah I think like in the future I hope that like I think it already has been doing this but just becoming more and more talked about um through school especially mm-hmm. like that is a major point of stress for a lot of teens and there are like resources but it's not as like oh I'm gonna go like talk to my guidance counselor like that's not something that like you'll hear a teen say like at school you know it's like not it's There's not, still stigma
0: it's still stigma yeah. surrounded
1: it yeah surrounding it and um I hope that changes I do just based on our world today anyway, like there's a lot of stress in our world Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: anxiety that has spread. And I think that like what really needs to be done now is just like people there to listen, to know what's going on, um, being aware of it. Awareness is a big thing. I mean, really, you have to be aware to know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just hope that it's more open and there are more spaces
0: for teens to
1: go to get what they need
0: yeah yeah I think like the biggest starting point is conversations Mm -hmm. like having these conversations because and I feel like that's the starting point of any change you want to happen in the world Mm -hmm. um because I think that's where you can keep reaching more people, making more people aware, like Eliza said, um, making more people ready to listen, able to be heard. And I think that's where I'm starting to feel hopeful because I see all these conversations happening. Just in the past year, I've seen it grow a lot, and I feel it feels easier for me to be open about it. And so I'm pretty hopeful there that it's continuing to make change and continuing to go in the direction that we want it to go in.
2: I would say my hope is that people continue to um, get new communicating skills and like build on their listening abilities because I think a lot of like the big part about sharing things are like having people who are able to listen like and not just like sitting there like Yep, yep. I got you. <laughs> you know, like it's like more engaged listening, I guess, um, which can still be nodding your head along, say like I, I feel you. You know, like, but also being able to like actually talk to you about it and ask ask questions and actually have a back and forth conversation about it. Because when someone's just saying, yeah, yeah, I get, like, I feel you. Like, I'm sorry you're going through this. Like. those words aren't really impactful Mm -hmm. in like a helpful way I think like extending that conversation to more in-depth things is better Mm -hmm. um so I hope just people continue to extend their listening abilities as well to keep those conversations going
0: it's a really important point yeah yeah Mm mm-hmm Do we want to end with a final word as we wrap up our time together? Yeah. Yeah. How you're feeling and the energy you're leaving with? Hmm. I can go first. I think I'm feeling heard. I'm feeling inspired.
2: I would say...
0: Thanks for joining us today. Like what you heard? We invite you to connect with us at followmain.org for additional ideas and inspiration. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time, take care.